What is going on, guys? This is episode three of Digging Deep. I'm here with Jaime. I'll let him introduce himself here in a second. I um, just want to say thank you for dropping in. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys find some value in the episode. And if you guys have any questions, comments, if you guys want to reach out to Jaime, we'll share some contact info after the at the end of the episode. But yeah, Jaime, welcome to the show. What's up, brother? Yeah, man? what's going on, Dude, man? It's great to have you. Yeah. Uh, great to see you here, man. And uh, thank you for having me on the podcast, yeah. bro. Seriously, I was excited. I'm only in town for a week, and when you you know messaged me, I was like, hell yeah, dude, let's do it. Yeah. So um, yeah, so me and Jaime went to high school together, a, little, a year younger than me, right? Yes. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I think we always came in came into passing. We knew each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom as a teacher, so and I'm sure that was ex- uh, an experience as well. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I just I got a, I got a lot of respect for you, right? So that was one of the main things is like, um, didn't really know you all that yeah. well, but I heard a lot about you, right? And it was always good, right? So like some words that came up was like, um, super intelligent dude, really hardworking, um, dedicated, like in school and in sports. Appreciate that. Um, big family guy. And, uh, and when I was like watching, I've been following you for years. Right. So, uh, when I saw that you were like going to school and I think you, you went to what state was, uh, bro, I was in Southern Illinois, uh, okay. a tiny little college called Greenville. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> it was a small school, bro. <laughs> so I was, I was always watching. I'm like, all right, dude, like college athlete, like it's not easy first off. So I got a lot of respect for you for doing Appreciate that. that, man. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, as soon as I saw uh, that you were working out first one, I'm like, yeah, this fits. Like, Thank th- you, bro. This makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, but I'm glad to have you on and we'll ask you all sorts of questions. And um, yeah, then we'll get you out of here, man. You go hang out with your family. So, bro, thank um, you, man. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, first thing we'll get into um, your childhood, right? So, growing up is uh, definitely a everyone's life is a little different. Right. But I, from what I've seen, you got some really good role models on, yes. on your end, right? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, and I know that uh, this is definitely something that molds us and it shapes us as, as people. 100%. So um, tell me about your, your like, growing up, your, the people that you were surrounded with, um, the lessons they taught you. Yeah, your childhood. Just tell me about it. What, yeah, uh, man. What's it all Dude, about? I, I was very um, very blessed and fortunate to have two parents that, um, you know, really, really cared a lot about me. You know, I was I was raised in a home that, you know, taught me to, you know, to honor, to honor God and to put your faith in Jesus. Um, but I also too, my parents, one thing I was very fortunate to have was to have two parents that were tough on me growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, they told me they loved me, but they also, you know, let it be known that, Hey, we we expect you to live to a high standard, whether it be your grades, whether it be your sports. Um, and so because of that, you know, I think there was a healthy desire to want to make them proud, Mm -hmm. whether it was, like I said, school, sports, um, friendships, things like that. I wanted to make sure that when they, you know, when I came home, it was like, Hey, we're really proud of you. You know, that was something that meant a lot to me, man. So, uh, for my dad, the biggest thing was he, you know, he coached me growing up and I'm sure you remember where we actually first met was we played uh, soccer we? together. Yeah, yes, we say soccer, right? yeah, yeah. So I think we were six or seven, we were on the same soccer team yeah. and my dad was our coach. Um, what? Yes, bro. A long time that. ago. Like one of the, like the old, like rec leagues, the little, the smaller like leagues. It might have been our first year that we were eligible. It wasn't taught soccer. It was like actual, like we were playing competitive, stuff. like in the rec what? league and stuff like that. And I don't know if you remember this, but you were actually our best player on the team, oh, bro. Shit, yeah, that, things were, have changed, bro. <laughs> things have changed, so, bro. You were really good, man. Yeah, I remember that. You. you were scoring all our goals. And uh, yeah, so I remember that's the first time I met you and your family. Uh-huh. Um, and then come to know it, you know, now, you know, we went to school together. Always, you know, like I said, never really crossed paths in the classroom or stuff like that or on the, on the sport field, but we, we saw each other in passing yeah. so um you know for again like going back to what i said like having a dad that um you know was my coach it was really cool because i learned very quickly that you know there's a there's a certain line you don't cross when you're on the field right mm-hmm. uh, like he is your dad but on the field like he's your coach yeah and so there was a healthy level of respect and you know admiration for you know what he did mm-hmm. um and then you know having my mom you know she she was someone who you know she immigrated here from from mexico and mm-hmm. so when she came across she didn't know english very well at all so yeah. she had to learn at 12 years old english and trying to fit in things like that and so i think having my mom, you know, in that perspective, she, she was very, you know, always letting me know like, Hey, we have it. We're very blessed. Just so you know, and you know, there's people out, you know, in other parts of the world that don't have it as good as we do. And so mm-hmm. always, you know, be humble and make sure that you, you know, thank God for the blessings and where you live and things like that. So that was, that was kind of my experience growing up, man. Um, did, did, was there, you know, disagreements and did we have arguments? Of course, like any family, right? Yeah. No family's perfect. Um, but like I said, I was thankful for their 
constant present in my life. Did I always like it? Did I always like them, you know, getting on my ass for shit? No, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm like, hey, relax, give me a break. Like, yeah. I want to I wanna enjoy it too. Um, but looking back on it too, it's like, man, I'm so thankful that, you know, you guys were tough on me and yeah. you guys, you know, demanded, you know, that I lived to a high standard. So I've been very fortunate. And now, you know, it, it's, it's funny. I, I, I remember when I was in high school, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to come back to Lodi, but uh, I still don't have plans to come back and move here, but yeah. I do love coming back to visit my family, man. Yeah. Um, it goes by so fast, and I'm thankful yeah, for dude. it. It's it's a lot of yeah. It just it just goes by too quick. And I'm sure with like with work, it's like you're like I don't want to leave, but I gotta go see my dad, Bro, go see my mom. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, every summer and Christmas time, I'll, I'm good. usually back here. You know, spending a week with the family. So yeah. do they fly good. out to uh, to? Um, St. Louis, is, St. Louis, yeah, Louis, well, go. yeah, because mid Midwest. I mean, you call me out because I've been in Illinois, I've been in freaking you know <laughs> St. Louis, I've been a little bit everywhere in the middle of Indiana, but um, yeah, so they actually just flew out for the first time um, to see St. Louis and the place mm. uh, back in May. Nice. Um, so that was something that was really cool, being yeah. able to bring them, you know, show them my place, and then also bring them to the headquarters. They were they were blown away by it, and yeah, dude, that's it was what cool. I've heard. Yeah, we think for me it was one of those things where you know aside from you know going to college and finishing school like there wasn't a whole lot of yet that they had seen of like all right well he made this decision to move out and chase mm -hmm. his dream but what does he have to show for kind of doing, thing yeah. and so being able to be like hey like here's what i'm doing now they're like man we're, we're really proud of you so yeah. that was a special moment that's sweet dude yeah yeah that was great thank you for sharing that that's that, of course, um, man. that's super special so um yeah so i was gonna say sports is something that that gets brought up um i just had this conversation with uh just one of my friends she was like my parents had me play sports yeah and like i didn't know I, I thought i was gonna be in the wnba man like, right, yeah, right, right i was like well it didn't happen and she was like yeah it's such a waste of time mm. and i was like i was and she was like it was funny because she was like oh my god i never thought about that i was right. just like it shaped you like you may not have gone pro right for sure but you learn i feel like you learn so much playing sports 100 that dog. you don't learn like just being like a regular kid right bro 100 um, the discipline it teaches you yeah. i mean there's so much we can go into it yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say so like what how do you think sports molded you uh and made you the person that you are today bro the the biggest thing about sports that the, the lesson that i loved about it is that it taught you to compete mm -hmm. um whether it was baseball or basketball those were kind of the two main sports that i played and then you know midway through high school i'm like i'm just gonna focus on my attention on baseball mm -hmm. um the the thing that that I would say the three biggest things that sports taught me number one was the ability to compete mm -hmm. because whether you like it or not no matter where you go in life you're gonna have to compete to some extent yeah. right when you're when you come a new job there might be other people there that are you know also gunning for the same position right mm -hmm. um, and so having that ability to push yourself so that you can excel so that you can you know achieve uh, is very critical and I think that athletes really understand that and if you've never played a sport before and then you go off to the real world. You're like, oh my gosh. And you might, you actually don't realize like what's going on. Yeah. If you're an athlete, you realize, oh, okay, we just got to compete. You know, yeah. you got to work hard. You got to um, try to be the best you can be so that you can have that promotion or you can have that nice car, whatever it may be, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever your desires may be, whether it's, you know, money, whether it's material things, whether it's family, um, you know, desiring to have a, create a better life for your family, like you're going to have to compete. And so that's one thing that I loved about sports. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I think is really important is uh, the monotony of it, mm -hmm. like going to practice every day. Uh, taking dr drills and reps and the sprints or whatever mm. it may be. For me, it was, you know, taking, you know, batting practice or fielding ground balls. You're going to have to do that everywhere you go else yeah. in life, whether it's your job, whether it's your family life, your home life. Um, there's going to be a lot of things in life that are monotonous that mm -hmm. you're going to have to do over and over and over again. And if you can do those things with the right intent, if you can do it with, uh, with a good heart. Yeah chances are, bro, your life's going to be very fulfilling and rewarding. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people are like, oh, you know, I want my life to look like this. And it's like, hey, it can. Yeah. But you might have to go through some things that are going to take some reps over yeah, and over again. 100%. So I think the, the, the discipline and the monotony of sports also plays and is very parallel to life. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think the, the last thing, the third thing I'll say is just like the, the bonds that you form, you know, on the field. Yeah. 100%. Right. Um, uh, we have a saying, you know, at first form is, called, you know, bonds are formed in the struggle, yeah. right? Friendships, the, oh, the strongest friendships yeah, dude, are, are formed through tough times yeah. and going through things. You know, you bond over, you know, suffering and going mm. through hardship together. So that's one thing I love about it. And I think as I got older, you know, when I got to college, a lot of the guys that I still talk to, man, those are guys that I, you know, grew up, you know, we were in the trenches practicing up yeah. early, 5 a.m., up late, staying late. Yeah, 105 so, degree heat and you're sweating there. Exactly, playing, bro. Playing your last Exactly. Boat, well, and then in the Midwest, the man, in the Midwest, uh, oh. it's totally different. It's cold, bro, in the wintertime, oh, man. It no. gets the, you know, we get in the, you know, yeah. uh, low teens. Sometimes yeah, I was going to say, dude. Zero like, with uh, the wind chill and stuff. So, uh, you're out there at, you know, in, in the wintertime playing. Like our first game, my freshman year of college, I think it was like, 
five degrees. Yeah. And what? it was, what? yes, bro. It was, bro, it was horrible. <laughs> oh my God. Horrible. Was it's it different like than five California. in the afternoon or was it like? Uh, no, it was early in the morning. We had an early morning oh, game okay. and it was brutal, bro. Sense. Like we were wearing a ski mask and we got our, you know, long sleeve shirts on. It was uh, completely different than baseball in California, right? Yeah. So <laughs> sunshine. For, for, <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. But it was fun. It was a great experience. And yeah. for me, like I said, those were the three things I think that sports taught me, uh -huh. right? Was, you know, the ability to compete, um, the monotony of just doing the reps over and over and over again. You're going to have to do that everywhere you go in life. Mm -hmm. And then also just the friendships that are formed through it, yeah. man. So that's what sports that's taught sweet. me. Out of like, you know, percentage wise, out of like the guys that you competed with at a high level. Yeah. How much of them do you like 50% of them? Do you still reach out to, or are they still I, I would say, I would say uh, in terms of like, how much do I, do I text some guys every now? And then? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll swipe up whether it's on, you know, someone posts something or mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I wouldn't say it's 50%. I think in terms of close contact, it might be more of like 25%. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, about 50% of the guys, like I still, I'll see on social media. So you like their shit or, you know, you comment yeah. on them or you let them know, hey, bro, it's really cool to see you yeah. doing well. That's sweet, dude. Um, and then every now and then you have people, like I said, you know, that you grew up with uh, that maybe you might have played against five, ten years ago. Mm -hmm. And they're like, bro, how you been? It's good yeah. to see that. And somehow your paths cross again. And yeah. so I think, I think uh, you know, and again, like I said, I understand your friend's, you know, mindset in terms of like if she didn't, you know, if she didn't. Uh, if her thought was to go to go pro and then it didn't happen, I can see where it's like, oh man, I'd waste my time. But I always told that to my dad. I said, oh, dude, yeah. I'm thankful. Thank you for all the years that you poured into coaching me and helping me become a better baseball player because the the things that you taught me, the things that the game taught me, completely transitioned to life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell people because a lot of times, um, it's true, bro. Like I think everyone, if you like, I played college baseball, so I mm -hmm. think everyone has a desire. When you go to college, you play college baseball, you think damn, do I get a shot at pro? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that thought crossed my head a, li a little bit, right? Yeah. And then I realized very quickly, all right, there's a lot of fucking good people yeah, out here. a lot of good And people, I'm going to yeah. have to be really, really good. And even yeah. then, you know, the, the, the possibilities of going pro are, are very slim. Mm -hmm. um, so I will say this, like, there's nothing wrong with thinking like, hey, do I have the ability? You know, maybe I do get a shot. But I always tell people, because sometimes they, they get done playing. They had a great career, whether it was in high school or college, and then you you start to see them in the rest of their lives and, and they're not having the same success that they had on the sports field, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what's different? For me, what I always tell people is like, hey, the the work ethic and the things that you did in your sport, dude, apply that to every other area of your life and you will be successful. You will success, have a yeah. meaningful life and you will have meaningful friendships, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes people think like, oh, once I'm done playing, like, well, I that's guess that's it. it for me. And it's like, yeah. well, your life is just starting out, man. Yeah. If you can take that same work ethic and mindset and apply it to your career, your relationships, dude, you're going to, you're going to have a meaningful life. Yeah. So. I think that's where you kind of see like a lot of athletes. Um, they're so used to like, you know, the, the, the routine, the building, the discipline to go and play and practice. And like, that's their physical exercise most yes. of the week. And then sports gone and they don't refill that. Right? right. So their body, I mean, for me, it took a hit too. Right. Like I, I was, course, you well, know, your body me. shocks. You're like, Oh, okay. Like, that's some weight. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just gained five, 10 pounds. So, um, I think, uh, I think that's one of the things that like I found out really quick is like, Hey, you may not be playing, you know, you're not running 18, 15, 20 miles a week anymore. Right. Like you got to fill that back in. So, yeah, man. um, that's one of the struggles I think I've had. And so I've been, thankfully I've been able to pick up the discipline and pick up the routine of going to the gym at least, you know, four or five times a week. That's awesome, so, bro. It um, happened to me too, man. So you're not alone. Yeah. Like I, as soon as I stopped playing, I was like, Oh man. Cause I was eating the same way. I was, I was still yeah. lifting. I stopped running. I, I, Cause I had been doing sprints my whole life. So yeah. like that first year after playing, I was still lifting, but I wasn't, you know, doing the intense cardio or the sprints like I was, and mm -hmm. I was still eating like I was Dude, as yeah. a as a high school or college athlete. And, and it, so I looked in the up. mirror and I'm like, damn, I need to make a change, yeah. you know? So yeah, dude, I, I'm with you on that, bro. <laughs> but yeah, if you can, if you can recognize that early on and correct it, man, it's it's good, man. You you look back and you're like, damn, I'm glad I developed that, you know, good those good eating habits and that discipline. Yeah. Stayed in the gym. You do that at an early age, you're gonna live a healthy You'll life, man. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, like you said, you moved away for school. So. To kind of tell me about that because i i've moved i mean i'm only like an hour away right yeah so i haven't really moved states away right like right so um super family oriented guy so how was yeah, that man. shock like was it a shock or how, how was that experience leaving leaving your family to go bro I'm, I'm glad you asked that it's not it wasn't necessarily much of a shock um it was difficult though mm -hmm. right um but i will say this and this is weird it's kind of a kind of a dichotomy because for me, ever since I was young, I always, I always believe, and I think it was the the way that my parents raised me. I, I mean, part of it has to do with my faith, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, being a, a follower of Christ, like I always believed that I that I had a big calling for my life. I always believed that someday I was going to go off, right? Mm -hmm. And 
I kind of, ever since I was like seven years old, I was like, one day, like, I'm, I'm going to leave this place. I'm going to go off and, you know, try to build a great life and, mm-hmm. you know, bless people with the gifts that I've been, you know, given with. And so I always kind of knew, okay, at some point, very soon, I'm, I'm, I'm heading off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I went to Greenville, which, again, I originally went for baseball, um, but I was very blessed that that was the only school that I was going to be able to come out debt-free. And I don't know if a lot of people know that. Yeah, yeah um, that's great. You know, Greenville's a D3, so they don't offer athletic scholarships. Uh, um, everything is academic. Oh, um, nice. so I was blessed to get a full ride based off of my grades. Yeah. Um, what were you at? Like, I know you're above a four, four well, right? Well, and it was, I was actually right at a four Oh, uh, nice. so not there a lot of people go. know that. So, um, yeah, I was right at a four which is, I mean, it is, is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you probably like in terms of like the valedictorian and all the, the oh, smart dude, P's, they had like 4.5, yeah, 4.8. So Greenville actually had a scholarship competition that I flew out to. And it was literally the competition was a 15 minute interview and a one hour timed essay. Um, wow. and, I've always felt like God's blessed me with the ability to like, you know, connect with people and, and in terms of like relationship building, mm-hmm. uh, if it was a freaking competition for calculus or some shit like that, I, I would have, <laughs> they wouldn't, even, they wouldn't even invited me. Right. <laughs> but I remember telling my dad, I was like, dude, um, I think I can win this man, yeah. you know? And, and I was very fortunate enough where my parents were like, all right, you know, we just flew you over there. We already know you're committed. And uh, you know, it's kind of cost a lot of money to fly you back out again. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, you got to give me a shot though. Cause I, I think I can win this thing. And the, what, what the, you know, rec- prerequisites were was like, Hey, 15 minute interview, one hour time to say the top two scores out of the 85 students that are getting invited, get a full ride for four years. Wow. Um, That's so sweet, I was dude. very fortunate that this competition was very much tailored to my strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I, I was very good at writing and I also felt like I was, had the, a really good ability to connect and speak with people. Um, so we had a month to prepare for this competition and I, you know, I'm sure you remember her and, uh, it was funny. We didn't always see eye to eye, but I will say Mrs. Dugish, uh, oh, yep. English teacher, yep. Yep. Uh, she yep. helped me prepare and kind of clean up my writing a little bit for this competition. Sweet. So when I went out there, I felt very prepared for it. Good. Um, and long story short, I was very blessed with, with the full, you know, free ride. And so that's, that's so kind of cool. why I went, mm-hmm. um, yes, I wanted to play college baseball, but it was more of like, Hey, I get a chance to come out debt free. So yeah. it's like mom, dad, like I'm going to take, take my shot at this place. Yeah. Um, was it hard? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, all my life, like dad was coach, mom, you know, was always, you know, very involved in everything that I did and Mm -hmm. they were my biggest supporters. And then I had my younger sister, Sophia, who Mm -hmm. at the time, shoot, I was 18. She was only 11 or 12, um, at that time. So that's where like, I feel like being a big brother, like you, you really want to be there. Yeah. And we were very, we've always been very close. Um, not, not all siblings have that relationship. Um, but she was kind of like a little mini me, right. Very competitive, very driven. And so part of it was like, you had this guilt feeling of like, damn, am I, am I being selfish for going off and doing this? Like, Mm -hmm. should I stay close to home? Because you know, that from 12 years old up to now, like there's a lot of cool years that my sister got experienced that I really didn't get to see, you know, Mm -hmm. I heard about it over the phone. I got to listen to it, you know, through FaceTime. Um, and that was always something that, you know, was, uh, you know, it's always been there. Anytime I come home and visit and then I have to go fly out, it's always like, I know I'm, I know I'm missing time here with the family. Um, however, you know, my parents have always been very supportive. I think that's helped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I've always just felt in my heart, like, Hey, I, I've, I've got some, been blessed with some gifts and I need to go share it with the world. Yeah. And, uh, one day, you know, God willing, like we'll, we'll be, you know, closer to together. But mm-hmm. right now, at least while I'm in my twenties, I know that this is the path I need to take. So, yeah. Um, it's not easy, but it is worth it. And I think knowing that like my parents have put and sacrificed so much into me, it's like, Hey, I have an obligation to pay it forward Mm -hmm. and to bless other people with it, you know, and use my gifts. So yeah, man, that's kind of, that's kind of my mindset and take on it. Yeah. That's good. That, I feel like it's always scary. I mean, especially when you're younger, right? You could always, what I always say is you could always move back. Yes. So you might as well, you could always just go experience stuff, try stuff out, see what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, but that's sweet, dude. Thank you. I applaud you for doing that. It's ballsy. Um, yeah. So, and I was going to say, so this is, uh, you kind of already answered it. I was going to say like, did you ever feel, um, a little like lost or confused whenever you moved out there or did like having, I feel like probably having sports or like something to do and a group of people around you probably helped a lot. But did you ever, did you ever kind of feel lost in that situation? You were like, like, what the hell am I doing? I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. Um, I knew it was going to be a dogfight at times. Right. Cause you go from all my life, like dad's coach, mom's Uh there. Like every time I come home, it was like, I was very blessed. Like there was a home cooked meal ready to go for me. And then you go out to the Midwest and you're by yourself, at least at the start. Right. Yeah. Like, oh shit, like, <laughs> I got to cook my own food now and yep. I got to grind. And, and now, you know, 
I, and again, I, I always felt like I earned my playing time playing for my dad. You know, mm-hmm. he was the type of guy who was like, hey, I'm going to play the best players. So if you're not one of the best nine, like, you're not playing. Yeah. Um, so I knew I had to earn things, right? Um, but one thing I will say is that I've always felt very prepared. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, that goes back to the faith. I think it goes back to just trying to make my parents proud. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I know I don't have it all figured out, but I've been very blessed and gifted with a lot of great a great foundation Mm. and i need to trust in that i need to believe in that i need to believe in you know the things the lessons that my parents taught me i need to believe in the fact that yeah hey i i read i read this thing called the bible and and the god says hey i've got my hand of protection over you Mm -hmm. so i knew it was going to be easy i knew it was going to be i knew it wasn't going to be easy and i knew it wasn't going to be comfortable right um but slowly but surely man it's like you put one foot in front of the other and then you're like all right like i got this this isn't so bad right and then the other thing too is you you have to you have to realize like hey you can't do it on your own and you gotta you gotta make connections with people and and make friendships so um, I was very fortunate enough that it was hard in the beginning but it was like hey I need to I need to go up and introduce myself to you know these professors or these coaches and yeah, just let them know hey this is who I am and then you do that and all of a sudden people start to be like yeah hey, man this person is really cool like let me invest in this person a little yeah. bit so that's sweet man. yeah damn. Um, yeah, so I guess for, this is what, one thing I didn't bring up, but yeah, you, you recently got, uh, you're engaged now, right? Yes, you just bro. proposed. Thank so you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, how'd you, how'd you meet your lady, man? Tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, um, bro. So we met in college and it's funny, Paige is a year younger than I am. So she just ended up finishing up at the college okay. and graduated. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to say. Um, yeah. we, we were introduced to a mutual friend. Uh, we had a friend who played basketball. So Paige was on the, on the basketball team in college. Gotcha. So she played, you know, some college basketball and one of her teammates who was friends with me introduced us and, uh. But we just hit it off. I don't know. I think they, we call it bags here, but in the Midwest, they call it cornhole. Uh, you oh, throw cornhole. It in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so anyways, we met. Uh, there was like a cornhole tournament, and I just showed up because I got to let me play. She didn't have a partner, and so we got paired up together. That's what's up. Um, wow, that's cool. And we ended All up right. winning the whole thing. So Damn, that was kind of okay. – it was – bro, it was <laughs> nothing crazy intense. <laughs> it was nothing crazy intense, bro. It was just a bunch of college kids trying to get together and, like, uh-huh. you know, have a good time. And so – um, after that, it was like, okay, cool. Like this person's really cool. You know, we stayed friends for a year. Um, and really through that first year of, through our friendship, like we just got really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really she kind of became just my best friend in college. Um, Sweet. and after about, you know, a, you know, year and a half of knowing each other, it was like, all right, you know, like I think, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously a, you know, a bond there or chemistry. And so it was very natural to go from being, you know, best friends and then going into dating. Right. Yeah. Made things a lot more, uh, easier. Cause I already knew this person really well. I already knew Paige really well. And so, it really was kind of a smooth transition that just kind of happened. And, uh, yeah, bro, we've been together. It'll be three years here in, uh, in August. Oh, nice. Um, Congrats. So we're excited, bro. But yeah, it means a lot, man. When is the, when's the big day? May 25th of 2024. Also next year. Yeah. Yeah, You got time. You You got got time to plan. You got some time, man. So we're excited, bro. But yeah, yeah, thankful to to have her here this, this time in California to see the family. And so, it's been fun. We're excited. She's going to be working at first form as well, starting in the fall. Yeah. So that'll be cool to kind of, you know, we'll be doing our own, having our own careers in different departments and stuff like that. But to have someone that's, you know, has a similar mindset, similar values and drive, I think, uh, makes it, makes the journey a lot more fun. Yeah. hundred percent. That's yeah, awesome, bro. dude. Wow. Thank that's, you. Yeah. I was, I was, that's rare. You don't see, um, you don't see people working in like the same, usually you don't see them working in like the same company or, um, it's different. Same, yeah. It's but. different. We were fortunate too, where we were both, uh, we both, uh, were in student government in college and the so student government in college is a little bit different than high school. Like we're not in charge of putting on rallies and things yeah. like that. It's, it's a little bit more like, Hey, you're trying to create a better life and opportunities for the students, mm-hmm. make the campus life a lot more enjoyable for a student. Um, so we worked together and I think that was the first time where it was very clear, like, okay, we know how to work together. Uh, a lot of people didn't even know, like the administration, like they didn't know we were even dating, you know, and so <laughs> they didn't find out afterwards. Good thing, yeah, so well, that's, yeah. we try to keep it that way. We try yeah. to keep it professional is like, we don't want anyone to think like, Hey, there's favoritism or there's any kind of like, you know, um, just like whether it be favoritism or just like, Hey, like, you know, this person's getting special treatment. Um, so we always like kept it very professional and I think that was a good sign of like, Hey, we can work together in the future. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never, you know, experienced anyone be like, Oh, like there's, you know, special privileges going on things like that. So yeah, yeah. she earned it and, and she's done a great job going forward. So that's awesome. We're dude. excited. Damn. We're excited. Yeah. So, so we'll get into work, right? That's, that's a perfect little yeah. transition for it. Right. So, um, yeah. So you're, you work at first form. You've been there for, I think over like a year, year like year, just literally just over a year last week. Yeah. So, I was going to say it was so recent, not very yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. So run us through that. Um, for those of you that don't know, first form is like CEO, uh, Andy Frisella own, not owns, but he runs one of the biggest, um, podcasts business. I think it's business development, yeah. right? It's like one of his, I think he's, top three he might be at the top um huge voice online uh runs a really uh i mean well now you're telling me multiple companies multiple, i know he's yeah, talked yeah. about it but his main thing is his um 
supplements and uh health like health uh it was mostly supplements right mostly health supplements and, yeah. and products like that um he's been running it for i think over 20 25 years um and is very competitive he's definitely built a really uh big culture around uh hard work and you know being a badass and making sure you're showing up every day and, and, and delivering so uh yeah for those that don't know but that's uh so he's working there <laughs> and that's all i was like when i saw you working i'm like yeah that, that fits so uh yeah run us through that um how you got the opportunity at first form uh you know some of the experiences that, that you've had the people you work with all that good stuff yeah yeah man so and and you hit it right on the on the nose man first form um we we were rooting supplements and we still that's one of the biggest things that we do with supplements right protein powder vitamins gut health things like that um so first form was rooted in supplements and and andy's been in the business for so long that um, one thing that we've started to do is we've started to pivot and have other areas in the business now where, you know, we have now our own energy drink line, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're also, it's it's exciting because we have our own app now where you can download an app and you, you know, for your for your subscription, you're able to work with, a, you know, personal nutrition coach, personal trainer, um, and they're there 24-7. You're working with a live person every day, you That's know, and, and you can, you know, work on your fitness goals, your nutrition goals. And so now that we have our own app, right, that's really brought in a lot of people um, to First Form as well. And then um, we started getting into corporate wellness as mm -hmm. well as we came out with our own workout apparel now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then just in the fall, in the fall, we're actually coming out with our own shoe line. What? Um, so it's Damn. really cool. Yeah. And, and again, the reason why we're doing this is because, you know, the, li the, li the average lifetime of a supplement company is maybe six to seven years mm -hmm. before you know, it they start to, to fade out, right? Bit, yeah. First form has been in the supplement, you know, industry now since 2009. So Damn. we're going on, you know, 13, 14 years, yeah. which is already double what the, our lifespan should have been. So we're starting to pivot where we're still always going to be supplements, but now we have all of these things that we offer now. We have our own outdoors, you know, department now where, you know, we're making like hunting gear for people that love fishing and hunting, things like that. And then obviously the energy drinks and shoes and stuff like that in apparel. That's crazy. Um, so now what's really cool is we're we're no longer competing with like your local Walmart protein brand. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting into waters and with the likes of like Monster and Red Bull and then oh, nice. Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. Um, so the competition is going to be a lot tougher. We know yeah. that going forward. And so one thing like when people ask, what is first form? Like we see all these cool badass shit, but like what do you guys do? Um, originally, like, yeah, you can say, oh yeah, we're a supplement company, but now with everything that we're doing, um, we're, we're like first form is a, is a fitness and lifestyle company, mm -hmm. you know? And in, you know, 2010, that might've sounded kind of funny, but now in the year of 2023, Dude, it's like, yeah. a lifestyle <laughs> company, like a everybody. lifestyle company is actually, is actually very much the thing, you yeah. know? And that's, and that's like what we do, trend. man. We're, we're, we're dedicated. Our mission is to just help real people get real long-term results, whether it be in their fitness and their, you know, relationships and their careers. Um, our, our goal is to help people become the bestest and baddest you know version of themselves um and you know help people become badasses because yeah. we believe that's that's the proper way you know to live life is to mm -hmm. live a life that uh people admire respect and that you know inspires others to also level up their life yeah that's sweet dude. yeah man yeah so the the i know we were talking about it earlier but um the the actual opportunity right so you said you were trying to go to grad school right yes and then you um you ended up kind of just like eh, i don't know if i really want to do exactly, this exactly bro. Um, but yeah run us through that again run yeah man bro it, it was it was something that you know i always you know kind of felt oh i, I guess i'm gonna go to grad school afterwards because that's what most people do you mm -hmm. know and uh, I was originally going to go to Arizona for mental health counseling and, you know, get my master's in mental health counseling so that I can, you know, kind of go into that kind of field. And uh, I had got accepted and everything and was getting ready to take off. And it's just like it, something in my heart didn't feel like, is this what I'm really supposed to do? It didn't feel like a hell yeah. And then, you know, I had been following first form since I was a sophomore in high school. And so they were only an hour away from where I went to college. And I saw an ad. It's like, hey, you know, we're we're accepting, you know, applicants, and I was like, well, let me let me shoot my shot with first form, man. Yeah. And uh, went through the interview process, thankfully, and turned out it ended up working out. So I had these two options: like, I can go to grad school for another three years, which didn't sound very exciting, yeah. or I can go start working for this badass company and you know start earning Let's my way and, and building my career. And so I was like, you know what? I, this feels a lot more like a hell yeah. So I'm gonna go with that. And yeah. I think that's, I mean, I think that's something everyone should um, really lean into. Is like, God gave you instincts for a reason. Um, trust those instincts. You mm -hmm. know, I think a lot of times we think we have to like have someone else's permission or be like, oh, like, you know, does this does this uh, decision that I'm making is this what everyone else is doing? A lot of times, man, like the decision that everyone else is going, like, don't don't take that path. Mm -hmm. Choose the path that in your heart is like ah, this will be more fun. This is what's gonna, you know, um, you know, set my heart on fire and make me want to, you know, really run run harder. And so I always tell people like, trust your gut. 
And it's okay if it's not the typical decision that everyone else does, right? Because yeah. a lot of people are like, what do you mean? You should be going to grad school. And I just kind of knew in my heart, no, this is yeah. where I'm supposed to be. And and I'm thankful that I made that decision mm-hmm. because I could have listened to other people's opinions um, and gone with grad school because that's what people were expecting out yeah. of me. That's what, that's what like the norm is. But I would have been, like. been miserable because yeah. of it, man. So I always tell people like, God gave you instincts for a reason, man. Trust it and, 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 they're go, working. With it and go with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. so That's sweet. Yeah, and like and school is something that I, I bring up like in the last episode, I brought it up. Um, like you said, the the full ride, which is sweet, dude, because you don't see that all. Like especially that application process. That's, it's I rare. Feel like I've it's, never seen It's that. very rare. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, but grad school, did you have any programs lined up or was that all going to be out of pocket? The only, oh, and I'm glad that you asked that. Yeah. So um, no, actually that was going to be out of pocket. And uh, so that was one of those things where I was like, man, I'm going to, I came out of undergrad debt free, which was a huge blessing, right? Uh, I don't know if I want to get in a shit ton of debt for a master's degree. And yeah. again, not that there's anything wrong. I think, I think, you know, um, for for a lot of people like college is great but i also understand like you don't need to go to college to be successful you don't need to go to college to to live a meaningful life um and i always tell people like had i not been blessed with that scholarship i don't know if i would have gone to college to be honest with you um because my passion was in people my passion was in you know helping others and i know that i didn't need a college degree to do that necessarily Mm -hmm. and that's one thing i love about first form and i will say this actually and i think you would you would like this as well just a lot of people in general anyone that's Cause it's tough, bro. Being, being in your twenties, um, it can be a, a really confusing time. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I, sh- I should be further along. You look yeah. at social media and it's hard not to play the comparison game. Mm-hmm. I think we all do it to some extent. Um, but one thing I love about first forms mindset, and I think this mindset that we have in our company, um, is, is the mindset that all the companies should have as well. And that everyone else should have, especially if like someone's still in school and they're like, damn, I, I should be finishing, but I'm not, my heart's not into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went through the interview process at first form, they told me flat out, we don't give a fuck about your degree. Um, we don't care where you came from. We don't give a shit if it's Harvard or wherever you came from. What we care about is, are you going to work your ass off? Um, will you take care of the customers and will you do the right thing when no one else is watching? If Mm -hmm. you do those three things, we can teach you the business. Mm -hmm. We can show you how to be successful. You don't need to agree to be successful in this company. And I think that, and again, this doesn't mean trying to not college. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I I was in the college system, wasn't very impressed with it, to be honest with you. Uh, I think most of the things that I learned uh, the things that, that came from yeah. sports, my father. And then also like, I, dude, I worked a lot of odd jobs in college, man. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that like, um, you know, I scrubbed toilets. I love gas station. I was, uh, you know, waiting tables at a Mexican restaurant. Um, I was a fitness coach at the local gym coaching, yeah. uh, you Damn. know, some, you know, some moms at five in the morning, you know, things like that. And that was a lot of fun. Those things taught me way more about life and prepared me than sitting in the classroom and listening, yeah. you know, not that, not that I'm trying to bash it, but to be, I'm just being completely real with you. As someone who has finished with a degree, I learned a lot more working the, for different jobs and just being in the real world. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Like I would just say that, dude. Like for anyone that's like, ah, oh, do I need a degree? If it, if you're not passionate about it and you're struggling, like to really, you know, like is this really for me? Like, don't be afraid to trust your instincts and maybe go a different path. Yeah. Right. Because you can always go back to it. You can always go back it. to it. You can yeah. always go back to it. So yeah, man. That those think those things were were much more meaningful to me and things that I learned than than sitting in the classroom. And yeah. I'm thankful for it. My time in college. Um. But like I said, I think even I could have gone without and still could have lived without it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. Good. Hundred percent, man. Um. Yeah. So I I know that uh. Uh, the culture at, at where you work, the values that you guys um, bring as leaders uh, is, is super important. And I think now I've, I, so I work at Walmart, by the way. Bro, that's awesome, uh, man. Yeah, so I work at Walmart um, Distribution Center. And so yeah. I think the leadership and the culture and just communicating with your team is like that'll make you or break you, right? Yeah. You either want to work there or you don't. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that, and Andy says it a lot, right? He's like, dude, people want to work here. Like, you either being the best or like you're going to find your way out. Yeah. I think is what he says, right? Like yeah. you make it, ha- make it happen. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, so run us through, uh, the values, um, the, the culture, what you guys teach and then how you guys, um, run the company and how you lead by example. For sure, brother. Yeah, no, it, it's really cool, man. And it's one of those things, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, when we, people come to our headquarters, um, uh, they walk in and they're like, wow, this place is different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the standard is very high. We don't have a, we don't have a cleaning crew or janitors. We're in charge of keeping our space clean. Yeah. If you ever come in, if you ever pay to the headquarters, it's spotless. Yeah. And you're not going to find a piece of trash on the ground. That's good. Not chairs, not pushed so in cool. and out. That's so and, cool. uh, you know, one of the things is like, we really believe in living out our core values. And some of those core values are, you know, leading by example, um, you know, going the extra mile, building positive fun relationships. Right. Things like that. Hey, what's up, Benzo? Guys, <laughs> <You laughs> visit for Benzo. Oh, um, hey, and and what's really cool about it is, 
with the first one, we do believe in living to a high standard because we believe that if we live our lives to a high standard and not just in our careers, but in everything that we do, in our relationships, in our job, in, you know, our hobbies, right? Whether it's being doing a podcast or whether it's freaking, you know, um, I don't know, teaching Sunday school or something like that, whatever it may be, like do it to the very best of your abilities and you will have an impact in people's lives. You'll have a lasting impact in people's lives. And so, yeah, it is, it is a, it is a tough place to work because they hold you to such a high standard. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things like, you know, in my, in my current position, like I start at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd get there probably like eight o'clock and, um, like I, I'd get there. I try to get there before, before, you know, seven o'clock. Cause I, I like to lift, work out, things like that. And the days that I get there, like at eight o'clock, right. Mm-hmm. I'd have people like higher up. They'd be like, bro, where the hell you been at? Yeah. You know? and, where are you? You know, they're and like, so- Hey, you say, <laughs> Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, it, it was crazy because I didn't know, I don't know another place where you can show up an hour early to work and they're getting on you for slacking. Yeah. They're like, bro, like you say you want to be at? great and you're showing up eight o'clock in the morning. Why weren't you here at six? Like you, you know, like you were earlier this mm-hmm. week, you know, Monday through Thursday, you were great, but Friday you slept in and you, mm-hmm. you know, got up at eight. I understand that can be kind of an extreme way to think, mm-hmm. but it is, that's kind of like the type of the, the standard that they hold us to. And they hold us to that standard because they care about us. They're like, mm-hmm. Hey, we want you to live the life of your dreams. But we also, you got to understand that it's not going to be easy. Yeah. You know, anything you do, bro. And so I would say that. And then the other thing, like in terms of like the leadership, man, which is really cool is, um, you know, we're, we're really big believers in like, hey, if you want to lead, um, get ready to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, leadership, uh, leadership is a title that is not something that you give yourself. Leadership is a title given to you by your peers. Yeah. Um, your peers choose who the leader is. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a privilege that isn't to be taken for granted. Right. You know, and, um, I think it's, I think it's badass, man. Like, you, you know, you say, Hey, I work at Walmart, bro. Like the amount of people that the amount of opportunities that you can do and the, and the impact you can have on your team, right. Mm-hmm. Whether it's through encouraging them, letting them know, Hey, you do these things really well. Um, helping them advance in their careers. Right. Cause that's ultimately like, that's your job as a leader. Your job is to help that team win. Yeah. Your job is to help the people beneath you grow. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, there will always be an opportunity for you waiting down the road, yeah. you know? And I think that's one of those things that as a leader, um, if you can get out of the mindset of like, Hey, I'm the leader, I need to be served. And I'm, you know, the head person mm-hmm. instead of, t- and then go from, Hey, I'm the leader. I need to serve my people. Yeah. I need to help them win. I need to encourage them and build them up. Uh, you're going to be a lot more successful as a leader in terms of like the respect that you're going to have, the mm-hmm. admiration that you have. And I'm again, I'm just a firm believer that, you know, if you take care of your people, they will take care of you. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. Yeah, so, I definitely tell, learned that. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your experience, man. And, you know, as, as like just having worked at Walmart, because you've worked a lot of different jobs. And I, yeah, I've always loved that place. about you because, um, you know, I've, I've known you, you know, you're very good with the camera. You've, you know, you worked at, you know, the tuxedo shop. Mm-hmm. And I remember you were really, really critical for jazz because mm-hmm. you were kind of like his right hand man for a long time. Um, what, cause I, then that's what, something I really want to ask you because a lot of people don't know, like I worked a shit ton of jobs in college yeah, too. You got to, um, you have to man. Yeah. And I think people think like, Oh, it's just a smooth ride. And it's like, it's, it's a grind at the start. Mm. It's still a grind for both of us. Um, tell me about your experience and, and like, what have you learned having worked different jobs? Cause I think sometimes people, I see this a lot. A lot of people are ages. They think like, Oh, I'm not going to work that job. Like that job's beneath me. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I worked at the movie theater at, when yeah. I was in high school. Yo, you know what I'm saying? God, yeah. So yeah, yeah, tell yeah. me a little bit about, about that, that because I feel like we, we have a similar mindset in terms of like being able to like work different jobs and mm-hmm. know that, Hey, like this isn't where I want to be long-term, Yeah. but it's going to give me some experience and things like that. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the stuff that I did, um, dude, like my first job was, what did I do? Um, I think the first like legit job was like refing soccer. Yeah. So like, you know, Definitely not. When I started, I was like terrified, dude. Like, I don't know if anyone knows this, but Hispanic parents don't play about their soccer. No, bro. <laughs> that's why I didn't They're play intense, soccer, yeah. <laughs> They're intense. So, um, yeah, I started like refing soccer. I uh, started working at the tuxedo shop, like I think my sophomore, junior year of high school. Um, and like both of them taught me uh, and both of those kind of led up. So like I refed soccer for like six years Yeah, and it was every Saturday and Sunday pretty much That's or awesome. every Sunday at least. Um, but it, like I came in and I was like this 15 year old kid refing mm-hmm. like adult league you know, Hispanic league, Sunday league yeah, soccer. They probably tested you a little dude, bit. Dude, talk about being cracked, man. You're like not cracked, but getting tested and you're like, yeah. see if you crack, like right. they'll yell at you. You'll get torn up. They'll call you blind, dumb, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. like put some skin on you. Right. Of course. It definitely did, like build some character. So, um, I think that was, that was super cool. You got to do what you got to do. Right. Um, and I, I guess at the end of the day, I, my goal with that was like, keep working. Um, 
you know, whatever skills you pick up. So like with that, it was like, I can BS on the spot, which is great. Cause like mm-hmm. if I, if I'm seeing something, I'm able to like, not BS. I wouldn't say BS, adapt, but I'm able though. to, yeah, adapt. There you yeah. go. I'm able to adapt and give, give an, a, a, not excuse, but explanation really quick. I'm right. quick on my feet because that's all I did for six years. Um, and then like with clients, this guy's crying, uh, with clients like in the wedding industry. So worked at the tuxedo shop and then the opportunity came up to like start filming weddings right. that came up. Um, and so I just started, you know, I was just like, yeah, you know, I'll figure it out. Let's try it out. It doesn't hurt to try stuff. It's a great mindset um, to have, man. Yeah. So I tried it out and then, uh, yeah, did it for, that's what got me through school. Right. Like I was, uh, pumping out like a wedding or I was either filming a wedding or editing a wedding like every other week. Yeah. So I was doing, I won, I think one summer I did like 25 weddings and like, oh, dude, it was ridiculous. Grinding, it was ridiculous. Uh, so, and, and I made think some good money too that summer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what paid off like most of my school, um, and like rent and everything else. Right. But like I came out of school, I think I only had like 7,000 in debt paid oh, that's it off amazing. super quick. That's so, amazing. um, yeah, I think it, it definitely shapes you, right? It, yeah. it teaches you. I got a lot of, um, you know, as far as like uh, learning how to communicate with people, mm-hmm. um, following up with people, being professional. Right. Um, and then just being able to like talk to people and coach people, right? Like yeah. that's something that works now. Like at my current job is like I used to, you know, someone's kicking the shit out of a, a guy in the back of his ankle. You're like, bro, what are you doing? Like, come on, dude. Right. You like have that you as I feel like when you're refing a game, you're like you come up, you lay down the law. And you're like, hey, yellow card, red card. But then I always would find time after like halftime or whatever it is to like step aside. Like, dude, come on. Like, That's awesome. Like this guy's got, you know, they have kids to go home to. Like if you're going to hurt them, like you just think about that, right? Exactly. Like, don't let your emotions get in front of you. Like we're here to have fun. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that coaching being like a, like a father figure, I guess, and that is yeah. how you can look at it. So, um, and then working uh, at the distribution center uh, right now, it's like, so I'm a manager. I run like the biggest shift. It's a lot of work, right? It's For a lot sure. of work. It's stressful, but um, I think being able to coach people, communicate with people, change how people look at management a little right. bit has been has been pretty has been pretty sweet. Um, being able to be like someone comes there, like you know they're upset, and you talk to them like, dude, what's going on? Like, yeah. I just got here. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> what's going yeah. on? Uh, and you could you know talk to them and you say, hey, like things are different. Like I'm gonna take care of you. Like what do you need? Yeah. So you like learning to serve, right? Absolutely. Um, and that's been that's been what's worked for me. So I've been doing great. Um, been working there. It's gonna be two years in November. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So I'm proud of you, bro. That's yeah. really cool, man. Yeah. Just be leading and managing. What twenty? You're twenty four, twenty five. Uh, yeah, twenty four, turn twenty five in a few months. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, so. not a lot of people get that opportunity to to lead that early. Yeah. Um, and again, leadership is is the same wherever you go, man. Yeah. Like Walmart, whether it's you know military things like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you, you know, operate with the intention of like, hey, I'm gonna try to be the best for my team and help them out. Like mm. you said, you know, sometimes it means putting out fires. Yeah. Sometimes it means, sometimes it means, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, sometimes it means maybe, you know, cracking the whip a little bit. Other times it's like, Hey, I'm playing the role of mental health counselor today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, dude, There's yeah, so many no different idea. hats that you have to wear, man. So that, that, that what you're doing right now, bro, I promise you like it's going to serve a yeah. huge purpose and everything else you do down the road. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, but yeah. Um, so we'll get down to the last few things. So, um, your mission, right? Your your goal, your mission, uh, moving out, being away from family, yeah. um, prioritizing, um, you know, different experiences uh, in your career. Um, you know, what's your goal with it? And I, I know you said like you don't plan on going anywhere, right? You really like where you're at, right? Um, and uh, yeah, run us through that. Your mission, like, what is your goal within first course, form, bro. but also personally? Yeah, of course, man. You know, with 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 first form, like I said, I think what my personal goal is uh, long term. I really want to be an executive for the company. Nice. Um, and I understand that that's going to take a lot of work. You know, like anything else, anything else you do in life is going to take time. It's going to take a lot of reps. Um, and so right now, I'm just trying to learn every bit of the business that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know, but I took a job. I took the job um, as as uh, packing boxes and just writing thank you cards. Like that mm-hmm. was what I did for for the for the start of it. Um, That's sweet. Yeah, you and, gotta start somewhere. You right? have to start yeah. somewhere, right? Um, and again, a lot of people were like, "Oh, you're crazy. You're taking a minimum wage job to basically entry level." Yeah. But I always knew in my heart, like, I'm not gonna be there very long. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work my way. I'm gonna get an opportunity. And and yeah, I've been had the opportunity to advance pretty quickly in my first year. Um, but one thing with first form is like, we understand, um, that the world and the culture is just in general, like you look around and there's just a lot of, a lot of people that are struggling, man, whether yeah. it be with their mental health, whether it be with their fitness, you look at America, America is very fat, bro. It's, it's bad, pathetic. Dude. It's very pathetic. Yeah. Um, but then you have other people that are struggling, man, in relationships, man, people, mm-hmm. uh, feel alone and, and there's just a whole lot of shit going on in the world. 
Um, and our goal, you know, and if you ever look at first forms page and things like that, like we, people don't shop with first form because of, because we have good like supplements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that is part of first form. You're going to get the highest quality supplements, things like that. People shop with first form because, um, we sell, you know, we offer hope to people. Mm-hmm. Um, when people call in, you're always going to speak to a live person. You're never going to speak to a robot. You're never going to speak to like an automated, like, Hey, uh, say this, press, to, five, you know, press yeah. five for that. No, you're going to speak to a live individual every time you call first form. Mm. And our job is like, Hey, take care of the customer. If they're, if they're asking about a protein powder or they're asking about like uh, you know, fat burner, mm-hmm. it's probably cause they have, they're trying to lose some weight or something. Yeah. They're trying to put on muscle, ask them about their goals, right? Hey, yeah. you know, you know, what would you like to take this fat, you know, burner for? Like, what are your goals? And and then they open up to you like, ah, well, you know, I, I'm trying to lose 50 pounds. Dude, that's fucking awesome, yeah. man. You know, and then encourage them and let them know like, hey, this desire that you have to want to lose the 50 pounds and better yourself for mm-hmm. whatever it may be, right? We have a mom trying to lose 50 pounds because she realized, hey, I want to be around longer for my kids. Yeah. You know, whatever, awesome. whatever the situation may be, it's like help them towards it and let them know like, dude, that's fucking awesome that you're doing that. Yeah. And if you need anything else, like we're here to encourage you. We're here to help build you up here. Let's here's, you know, here's what this can do for you, but also educate them like, Hey, I, I'm glad that you that you like this, you know, fat burner pill. But what's your diet looking like right now? Yeah. Uh, are you working out? And if they say no or things like that, educate them on that first. Yeah. Be like, hey, listen, like supplements are great, um, but we recommend, you know, let's let's get our nutrition through whole foods first. Let's mm-hmm. start resistance training three to four times a week, and let's start going on walks every day. Yeah. Do that first for two weeks to a month, then come see us, and we can talk more about supplements. Right. Right. It's not like, hey, take this fat burner, and this is gonna yeah, be this gonna, gonna solve your problems. Yeah. It's not, it's not, there's no it's fucking not magic happen. pill, bro. Yeah. The 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 magic is in doing the work. Mm-hmm. The magic is in making one good decision at a time, and that's what we tell people. Hey, make the next best decision that you can possibly make. Right. And um, so that's that's first form mission, bros. We're trying to change the culture. We're trying to help people understand, like, hey, this desire that you have for your life whether it be to make more money, whether it be to buy that new car, whether it be to provide a great lifestyle for your kids and your family and, and to pay back, you know, your parents for all the sacrifices they made, whatever, whatever your motivation is. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that desire that you have, like that's real. And that's, yeah. that is, that is, that is a God given desire that you are meant to have. Mm-hmm. And, and again, so that's kind of what we set out to do is, is we offer hope to people and let them know, Hey, like this badass version that you want to become, it's real, it's possible. And, yeah. and it, you're meant for it. So, um, that's first form's mission. And I think that's why I align so much with it because yeah. I've always felt like, I don't know, bro. I always operate, even in high school, like I always operate with the mindset of like, Hey, somebody's watching me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you operate with that mindset, you tend to carry yourself a little bit more with a higher standard. Mm-hmm. You, you tend to operate like, Hey, if someone's watching me, I better, better do a good job or yeah. I better, you know, make and sure t- that I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, it's all good, bro. He's, he's chilling. Yeah. Um, lay down, lay down, dude. So in terms of like my personal mission, bro, I, I would say, um, my goal is that, you know, when people cross paths with me, like they, they realize, Hey man, I'm, I'm better off because I, you know, I got to know Jaime, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, when people, whether they have an interaction with me or they, they see me in passing, um, even strangers, man, I always try to smile at people and say, hello, do people always wave back? No, sometimes they, they just yeah, they blow you some off, people are just but mean. more often than not, bro. Like <laughs> people, people are really thankful for when you say hello to them, man. Uh-huh. And it goes back to like what I said with first one was like, Sometimes these people that call in, man, um, they're trying to make a really big lifestyle decision uh, and change their life for the better. And no one in their family is supporting them for it. You know, mm-hmm. they're giving them shit for it. They're trying to make them feel bad or guilt trip them for wanting to yeah. change. Yeah. And a lot of times, man, if you don't have support, like that can be the one thing that keeps you from going and actually going for it. Mm-hmm. And actually is the thing that makes you quit. Yeah. So I, I try to operate. And again, I'm not perfect at it, man. We're, we're no, none of us are. But I try to operate of just like, hey, this person that I'm seeing today, I might be the only person today that's going to say something positive to them. Let me try and build them up. Let me try to give them encouragement, whether it be the freaking shoes that they're wearing mm-hmm. or even if they're in the gym, like try to give them knuckles and be like, bro, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You're some good way. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big believer in like offering hope and encouragement to people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I have a big saying, you know, that, you know, is like, we, we always say like, Hey, if, if not us, if not us, then who, right. Mm-hmm. You know, this world's already, you know, struggling as it is. Yeah. Um, you know, stop waiting around for someone else to bring that light and that hope and, and start, you know, offering a little bit of it, you know, from your own, you know, knowledge and, mm-hmm. and wisdom and skills. So we say that a lot about first form, um, in the building is like, uh, if you want the world to care about you, you have to care about it first. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would just say that, man, like I would say my mission when, when it's all said and done, um, I, I hope that I've left left on empty mm-hmm. and that there was nothing left in the tank to give, you know, in, awesome. in anything, man. So that's what I set out to do. We're still got a long ways to go, but yeah. you know, things like this, like when you invited me to it, I'm like, bro, I'd, I'd love to do something like that. Yeah. Um, this is my first podcast, you know, that I've ever been on. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you having me here. And yeah. also too, it's like, 
I realized like, hey, I've been telling myself I want to do something like this. It's like if you you can tell yourself all you want, but if you don't actually go out and do it, like yeah. you're gonna regret in the long yeah. term. So I appreciate you and giving yeah, us dude, invite. Of course. Yeah, Seriously. it's always super cool. You know, I think I've I've been asking people and they're like, Ugh. <laughs> I was no, like, I've never bro. talked on a microphone before, but yeah, it's uh it's definitely it's super cool. You're able to share a lot of um share a lot of good stuff and like a lot of people are like I always look at it, it's like they're probably driving and they're listening to this. So yeah. it's super cool. But um yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess the, the last thing, um, give me three goals you want to achieve within the next, uh, 12 to sorry, 12 to 24 months or one to two years. Months. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Um, see, let's see two year goal, man. Uh, so one thing that I really want to do is we have a lot of different departments at first form. Uh, and again, we're a lifestyle company, right? So there is a department, um, that helps coach, uh, we have different departments and coaches, things like that. But I want to, I really want to go to the department that is going to coach our influencers and the mm-hmm. people that, you know, um, kind of recruit like the big fish that already come in. So we have a lot of different coaches and departments for our sales reps, for people that are, you know, that are repping our brand and, you know, ambassadors, things like that. But with, with first from two, we also have another department that goes out and recruits kind of bigger level people that have already have a big following and influence. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if we are going to compete with, these big companies that have been around for so long, right? You also got to, you know, make sure that you have people that are um, spreading the message, but also that are kind of living out the same lifestyle mission as we Mm -hmm. do, right? We're not just going to bring in somebody that's big and famous if they don't live out our lifestyle and our mission, right? Because that would be hypocritical, right? So Uh that is hard. Um, But at the same time too, like we have coaches that help work with them. And so I really want to work with that team long term. Um, and I understand like, it's going to take a minute. There's some steps that I have to go through and some, you know, some departments have to, you know, go in and not just go into, but I have to kick ass and before I can get that opportunity. Um, and I do believe in the next two years, like that is a realistic possibility. That's sweet. But I have to put my head down and grind, man. Yeah. Um, goal number two, let's see. I, I, one thing I did this in, I did this in, um, in college, my senior year. Uh, obviously I haven't done it since I've gotten here just trying to, you know, as now that I'm living in St. Louis now, I'm still trying to get familiar with the area and get to know people. But, uh, one thing that I always enjoy doing was, uh, I always, I always take a lot of pride in like helping be, like you said, like be a father figure. But for me, like, like, and I would say you can relate this, but like be kind of like a big brother figure, mm-hmm. uh, to young, to young guys. Mm-hmm. Um, especially from the ages of like, you know, 16 all the way up to like 25. Yeah. Um, I think that I have a really big passion for just inspiring people in general, but especially young guys, yeah. uh, young guys who are like, fuck man, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Like I have this desire to be, you know, the hero of my life. I have this desire to be someone that people admire and respect, but I don't know what to do. Right. And, um, I don't think I, like I said, I'm not a, not an expert, but I, I'd like to believe that I, I know a couple things or two, yeah. you know, and I've, I've done some things. I've lived out some principles in my life that are tried and true mm-hmm. and that have helped me, you know, get to where I'm at. And so if I can help these young guys really grow in their, uh, in their, whatever it is that they desire in their life, whether it's a career or their relationships, things like that. Um, I did that my senior year of college had about, you know, 13 freshman guys that would, we'd meet every Wednesday and, um, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd talk about, you know, our faith, but it was more of like, I was trying to help them prepare them for life. And, you know, and so that's something that I want to continue to do is open up, you know, my home to, to young guys that are trying to excel in life and let them know, Hey, you can be a badass and you can be somebody that, um, people admire and respect. It's not going to be easy yeah. and you're going to have to live uh, a high standard to it to, in order to do that. Cause mm-hmm. if you're not living to high standard, people aren't going to respect you. Right. Um, and help them, you know, help them, you know, become better versions of themselves. So that's something I'm going to do again. And, you know, just like op- offer my home up to people that, you know, just want to want to learn more about life. Um, that's sweet. Wow. And then that's I would awesome, say wow. the last thing, man, um, is, you know, I have, I have a goal that is, um, to at some point, and this is, I guess probably this won't be two years from now, but my, my parents are looking to come move out to the Midwest at some mm-hmm. point. Um, so I am looking at, you know, buying some property and things like that and, and being able to, you know, at least have a place where, you know, my family can come visit mm-hmm. and, and just, you know, have a home. So I would say in the next two years, I would say a goal is to, is to buy, to buy a home, that's or at sweet. least put down for a home to yeah. have that. Um, because that's something that, I know as the market keeps going, like it's going to get more expensive. It's going to get harder. So, yeah. uh, I, that's a goal of mine is the next two years is to, is to have a home, you know, and start building my life in there yeah. and settling down. Cause right now an apartment is great. Uh, mm-hmm. long term, like I understand, like you're just kind of, that money's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. So might as well start building a little equity. Um, and so that's, that's to say, that's my third goal, man. I think all those three things are, are going to be challenging, but it is going to be something that is realistic and can happen if I put my head down and, and my, and I'm intentional about Bust it. Bust your ass. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. How about you, man? What, what are your, what are you, what are some of your goals next Ooh, two years? That's a great question. Um, I think work, uh, physically, I've always like wanted a physique that, it, you know, I think I, 
like my heaviest, not heaviest, but like when I was trying to bulk up and get some size, I was at like 224. Okay. Um, so I was heavier. Yeah. Pull-ups, I felt it. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I would say get, you know, to like 230, um, much, you know, lean, but also heavier as well. Right. I've never been like a super big dude. I'm usually pretty lean. So, um, but be like, I would say hybrid athlete, right? I don't want to be big and stocky and not be able to run. Right. So, um, I, I think work, uh, on my athleticism and, and size. Oh yeah. Um, two is, uh, you know, excel, excel and do really, really, really well is like with work, um, leading, uh, leading by example. And then, um, also, you know, working with hourly associates, just coaching them. So, um, being able to connect with them deeper than just like, Hey man, like this is what you need to do. Right. So you want to leave a legacy. Yeah. You know, leave them better off than you found. Yeah. And then, um, three, I don't know. I, I think the idea of owning a home is is super cool. I want to, but uh, yeah, I've been saving. You know, just trying yeah. to buy a home as well. Of course, um, that would probably be another one. But uh, yeah, if I had to say like other than the home, I would say like build this the podcast up, um, put my reps in, learn how to you know make Absolutely. the show even better. Because um, the goal is just to you know. Uh, a lot of people are doing really cool shit. Yeah. And so I want to be able to share that message and like show people like, Hey dude, like if you feel stuck, you know, you got, you know, you don't know what you're doing, you know, listening to something, um, you know, other than, you know, your music on the way to work, listening to something and being like, all right, yeah, there's other opportunities out there. There's good people out there that can, that can help me. Yes. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's the goal. But I think a lot of people are doing a lot of cool stuff. I want to be, you know, uh, you know, a good voice uh, for them, but also, you know, an entertainer as well. Of course. So, bro. Um, you're adding value with this show, man. Yeah. I promise you that you're definitely, yeah. you're definitely adding value to it. So Sweet. thank I'm you. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where you take it. Yeah. Bro. It'll, it'll continue to grow. I know yeah. it will. Thank you. Your heart's so, in the right place, man. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty much it, dude. Um, you yeah, I know. We you mind if we were... I, no, you're good. You mind if I share a couple things real quick just yeah. before, like yeah. one thing, one thing I did want to say, and again, this is just, you know, something that if anyone's, struggling right now things like that there's there's a couple things principles that i've tried to live out that have been taught to me again i didn't i didn't come up with this on my own but these are things that have been kind of shared with me as i've gone that i think have helped a lot um one one of those things is like make, make friends with people that want the best for you man um i know it can be hard when you lose friends things like that or, and whether that be your family or people you've grown up with um but you you know you know who's your real friend you know who's really for you when you can share good news with them you know um a lot of times you'll you'll realize like you might share something like hey i just got this promotion things like that and then the people you thought were gonna be supportive of you are like Ew. yeah yeah hey or they kind of they kind of knock it right yeah so i always tell people like make friends with people that want the best for you and you know you know they're for you if you can share good news with them and they'll mm-hmm. be happy for you and likewise be that friend for other people as mm-hmm. well you see someone starting out um you know with something new like support them share their shit you know let them know hey like this is really cool spread the word out for them because if you were doing that you would want your friends to do the same for you Mm. um so that's one thing i would say and then one thing that i can again you you i think live this out extremely well diego is um i see a lot of young guys that they don't know what to do like fuck man like i feel like i should be further along right now and maybe they should be right Mm -hmm. but uh, i'm a big believer in like hey pick something Mm-hmm. Um, the worst thing you can do is sit back and be like, oh, like I'm, I'm just going to, you know, play by ear, wait for something to happen. It's like that opportunity is never going to come, bro. Pick something. And, and I really believe like, like you said, if you go a hundred percent into it and you try to be the best you can be as if you're a manager, try to be the best manager you could be. If you're freaking flipping burgers, try to be the best burger, know, cook, burger flipper <laughs> cook you can be right. If you're scrubbing toilet, whatever, whatever your it is, like if, if it's videos or waiting tables, anything you're doing go as hard as you can try to be the best you can be at it. Right. And I, I think if you do that, one or two things is going to happen. Either you're going to become so good at whatever it is that you're doing that you are going to have the ability to move up in that field. Right. Mm-hmm. You get promoted, right. You get more responsibility or because of your work ethic, because of your hard work and your intention, I'm a big believer in this. God's going to open the door for a new, a new path that you're, that is meant for you. Right. If you operate with the right intention of it. So mm-hmm. you've always done this because I've seen you, you've put, you've worked different jobs and, and I've always respected that about you because I know I'm like, damn, this guy, this guy's a grinder <laughs> and I respect grinders, man. Yeah. I really do. So if you're struggling and you're like, damn, I don't know, like it's okay if you don't know, or if it's okay if what you're doing right now isn't what you want to do long-term, but dude, go as hard as you can and be the best you can be at it. I promise you, you won't be there very long either. You're going to move up or God's going to open the door for something much better for you, something that you're more passionate about. Um, and then like last thing, and I talked about a little bit, man, if, if you want the world to care about you, you got to care about it first. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people are like, oh man, I, I, I feel like no one, no one's, you know, no one's checking in on me and things like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, have you, have you checked in on other people, you know, or, you know, have yeah. you done that? Maybe have you been the friend that have you given the compliments and the hope and the love that, that you're hoping to get? Mm-hmm. And if you do that and you do that consistently, it will come back to you, man. Yeah. So, 
um, I just want to leave that again. Those are some things that I've been trying to operate with more and just be more conscious about. And mm-hmm. I just felt the need to kind of share that. Oh, no, that's before. awesome, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Those are definitely things like, like, I think the the last thing you said is reaching out to people and yeah. like connecting. That's something that I'm like starting to do now. So I, like even this week I reached out to one of my buddies from, um, went to middle school and, uh, no, just middle school. And then like, we were still friends, like through high school, we went to different schools, but reached out to him. It'd been like three years and yeah, reconnected and like been able to talk to him. So I was, it was super, super cool to catch back up with them. But, um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So definitely practicing that, but yeah, dude, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for, you know, for Bro, thank you. On Seriously, and, man. Uh, I know this you got, you know, busy stuff, but you know, crazy schedule. You got to be here with your family for one more day. So, um, I'll let you go and enjoy that. But, uh, if people want to find you, uh, socials, you know, what, shout it out that way. If they, um, you know, they want to follow the mission, see what you're doing. Yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, man. Yeah. So my Instagram's uh, been pretty similar all my life. It's just Jaime Casada seven. So yeah. you look it up on there and, um, I, that's one thing too. Like, I really appreciate you reaching out, man. You guys can always reach out if you have questions about anything, man. If it's, if it's more about nutrition and health, like again, I'm, that's, that's what I do for a living. So I'm happy to help you out there. But if it's about other shit too, man, if it's about mindset relationships, like, uh, you know, I'm not an expert, but I, I will say like, I, I have been blessed with uh, an amazing foundation and I've tried to live out certain principles that have been tried and true. And so if you ever have questions or fuck, you just need a friend, someone to talk to you. Like, I'm, you know, I'm always open to, to talk sweet. to people and things like that. So you can always reach out. And like I said, I'll always be there for you guys. All right. Well, all right, guys, that's uh, another episode in, in the, in the books. If you guys have any questions, I'll definitely add show, uh, in the description, the show notes, um, Instagrams and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any comments, please leave them. Uh, we would love to hear back and I'll make sure that I might get some as well. So other than that, guys, till next time. Uh, have a good one and be nice to people. That's what I'll say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be nice to people and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.